0: Extended unto us another moment that He has given us grace to fellowship. Amen. Let me Amen. pray for the word. Father, we thank you in all things. You have given us your grace to be in this place this morning. Father, we glorify you. We glorify you. We thank you, Father, for this gathering. Father, that you have privileged us to partake of. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you speak in our lives in all things, in all ways. Touch each and every story present in our destinies, present in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we surrender in your presence and we pray that you take control over the atmosphere in this house. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. We thank God so much for the grace we thank him again for the moments that he has given us. Amen. We are going to pick up from the scriptures that we were using the last time we were in this place. And we want to talk about something else. We want to talk about something else. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 2, to the book of Luke chapter 2. Let's go to the book of Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Hopefully you have got a Bible with you. Probably in your phone or probably as a hard copy. Never go to a battle without your weapons. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Are we all there? I'm just waiting for you to flip your pages and arrive to the book of Luke, arrive to the book of Luke, Luke chapter 2, verse 21, Luke chapter 2, verse 21. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to read from this version that I have. The Bible says, and when eight days were accomplished for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was surnamed of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him before the Lord. Thank you. And I want to read another scripture from the book of Genesis chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2, verse 19, Genesis chapter 2, verse 19. Are we there? I'm going to read. The Bible is saying, And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. That was the name thereof, Amen. I believe that I am ministering to a people we have read before the scriptures, especially when you look into this one that I gave you last, the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis. It's a very, very interesting book if you want to understand a lot of things in this created dimension. You will understand that God created everything. God created everything in seven days. In seven days, God created everything. And as humanity or mankind, we were created on day number six but genesis chapter two is presenting another account another account that looks like what was happening in genesis chapter one but it's different are we together i was teaching About this in this church I don't know I cannot remember how many times I've touched especially on this aspect of creation and I was telling you that creation whenever you hear people talking about creation it falls under two phases or it can be separated into two distinct Dimensions of creation. Some of the things that you say we created were not created, so to speak, but were formed. Am I talking the people here? So, Genesis chapter 1, God is creating things. He's saying, Let us make men in our image, in our own image, after our own likeness. But, Genesis chapter 2, God is not saying, but He is now forming a man out of the ground, breathing in His nostril the breath of life. So you can see that there's a difference there. Imagine it, people. So, Genesis chapter 1, a lot of things that happened in Genesis chapter 1 happened in the realm of thoughts. In the realm of thoughts. God was thinking let us make men in our own image after our own likeness he was in a dimension of what? of thinking and he said let us make them male and female so Genesis chapter 1 he made them male and what and female but Genesis chapter 2, he forms them now. He is now forming them. And when he is forming them, the first one to appear is Adam. And Eve is not, is nowhere to be found. She's not there. But Genesis chapter 1, she was formed together with Adam. So you can see that there is a difference there. And not only people. all the trees that you can see the vegetation and everything they were formed before Adam, before humanity in Genesis, they were created actually before humanity in Genesis chapter 1 but when you read Genesis chapter 2 these things, the trees the beasts of the field, the foes of the air, they were not there in Genesis chapter 2 the people because in Genesis chapter 1 man was created on day number what? number 6 but everything the fowl it was already created they were already created these things in Genesis chapter 1 but in Genesis chapter 2, God now forms the man out of the water, out of the dust of the ground and after he completed that formation then that's when you hear the Bible says, and then God allowed a mist to water the ground. A mist to water the ground. There was nothing there. The ground was barren. And then all these other things now, they began to grow. Now you can see the difference there. And then you hear now from the scriptures that we've opened, Genesis chapter 2 verse 19, saying that, and God formed all the beasts, all the beasts and the fowl, and he presented them before Adam. Am I talking to people here? Am I with you? Oh, yes. But in Genesis chapter one, these things, they were created before Adam. In the thought of word of God. So, we are talking about a different dimension of creation there. Hallelujah. That's why everyone who is going to be creative must start so, in the realm or in the dimension of meditation. If you are not good in meditation, then you will not be good in any dimension of creation whatsoever. Am I with you? So all these things, they were created in the realm of thoughts. God was just pronouncing his ideas, declaring his ideas. And then Genesis chapter 2, God is no longer talking about his ideas now, but he is now implementing each and every idea that he had in his mind. Are we together? I believe I'm helping you. So you can see now that there are two dimensions there of creation. We are talking about creation taking place in the realm of meditation, in the dimension of the mind. Whereby you are using your imagination, the power of your imagination to create something that nobody sees. And while you are there, you are actually waking. Because the Bible says that And after God did everything, he rested on the seventh day. After he finished everything, then he rested. So it is awake to think. Imagine the people here. When you are thinking, when you are imagining something, you are in the process of working something out. But it's not enough to work using only the power of your imagination. You must learn also to use your hands to form things. That's why now, after God imagined everything here too. Go now to verse uh, 19 and other verses in chapter 2. And this time, he is forming things. He's forming things. Am I with the church of God? Have you ever seen people who are so good in ideas, but they are not good in implementation? My God. And I've seen a lot of people complaining that, you know, I had an idea and I was sharing it with a brethren and then my brethren stole my idea your problem is you wake only you wait only in your in your meditation in your idea realm but you've never given much so that you can also enter into the dimension of formation because whatever you think you create I with you Amen with you. Whatever you think you want, you create. Because creation, it takes place in two dimensions. The spiritual dimension and the material dimension. So when you are thinking of something, you are creating that thing. But you are creating it in the spiritual level of life. But when you begin to form things, you are now coming into implementing every spiritual thing in your life. Am I talking to people? Am I with you? That's why it's not enough to pray for something. And then when you pray, you do not go and wake whatever you pray for. You prayed for. It's not enough. That's why a lot of Christians say that we don't see results they focus only on the spiritual side of things but they don't want to work on the physical side so that whatever they created from the spiritual angle of life can become manifest in this material dimension and I tell you people here that's why the Bible says faith without works is dead faith is a spiritual thing when you've got faith people cannot touch it but the Bible says it is substance. So what kind of substance is faith? It is spiritual substance. Hallelujah. People cannot see because the Bible says it is the evidence of what people cannot see. Imagine bit for here. So when you've got faith, you've got something, you've got substance, but that substance is in the spirit. But that substance is not enough because the Bible says faith, when it doesn't have works, then it is dead. So when you've got faith, you must learn to migrate from that dimension and enter into this dimension. This is why we have got Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. God is teaching us how to create things. Hallelujah. Because it's not enough to only imagine. You must also try to put into practice every imagination and every thought that you had in your mind. Yes. And now it is that of God. Yes. When I'm looking at you right now, I can see people with a lot of ideas. But right now, if I were to ask some of you, why is it that you, you have a big idea but there's nothing on the ground? There's nothing on the ground. The problem is you have the idea. But you are not going to the other stage. There are two stages there. You have an idea... Push it into the second stage. Remember, I promised you that we are going to be talking about spiritual things here. Spiritual things. Am I with the church of God? Spiritual things. And Adam, he was formed before the beasts, before the farm. But in the dimension of meditation, he was the last to be formed. He was the last to be imagined. In the dimension of of creation, in the dimension of meditation, Adam was the last. But in the dimension of formation, Adam is the first. Am I talking to people here? That's why even the Bible says, even if the, <laughs> the first can become the last, the beasts, they were the first <laughs> but in the dimension of materialization now we are talking about manifestation they were the last why because every plan that God had God was waiting for Adam because the Bible says is, before these things materialized there was no man to till the ground so he was waiting for Adam to be in a position first so that all these other things that he meditated upon, they will come. That's why even the Bible says that I know the thoughts that I have for you. Am I with you, church of God?
1: Not to harm you,
0: but to to bring you into what is God in what an expected end. He has got thoughts for you, plans for you. But some of our problems is, God operates in two levels. In the level of the spirit and in the level of the flesh so some of our problems we are in adam but we are still in the mind we don't want to appear in the realm of manifestation because when you are in the right place things must begin to follow you am i with you church of god am i with you and then all these things now God formed them physically, and He brought them before Adam, so that Adam would give names to them. And the Bible says, "Each and everything that Adam named, that was the name thereof. of." Are we together? Today we're talking about names here. Each and everything that Adam gave a name. That was the name day of. That was the name day of. So God formed things and he brought them before Adam so that Adam will give them titles. Because when you are giving something a name, you are giving it a what? A title. You are giving it a title. And why are you giving a title to something, so that that thing can be easily categorized? So that that thing can be easily identified? So when we are talking about you giving names to things, We are talking about you identifying things, giving those things an identity and because of that identity, when people see those things, they'll be able to give categories of those things and separate them from other things that are different from them. Thank you, Jesus. Are we together, church of God? And then... Every name that Adam gave that was the name thereof that was the name thereof names Luke chapter 2 verse 21 is talking about another process this process now is talking about the birth of the Son of God in this material dimension after he is born after jesus is born after jesus is born the parents are to give him a name they had to give him a name but before they gave him a name they had to wait for eight days eight days and now we can teach of god Amen. And during those t- those days, they are waiting to accomplish something on the child. And the Bible says, after these eight days, they circumcised the, bo- the-, the boy. Thank you, Jesus. I believe I'm not losing someone here. How many days here? Eight days. And that eighth day, the child is being what? circumcised and what and given a name and being given a name (laughs) am i talking to people why not give the boy a name the day that he was born why not why not give him a name the day he was born why (laughs) because the day upon you you are a, a human being now taking form in this material order of life thank you jesus why wait one two three four five six seven days and people are coming well, what is the name of the child and then they say ah oh, we don't know for now still looking for your name why wait Are we to get the attention of god <laughs> have you seen a <coughs> something like this have you seen something like this a child is born i don't know how you do it in your families I, 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 I don't know a child is born and then after the child is born some of you the moment the child is born there is a name there's a name already you give the child the name actually jesus before he was born there was an angel who appeared to the mother and he told the mother that you are going to to be pregnant of the holy spirit and the child that you are going to out of that pregnancy you must call him jesus because he's going to be a savior of his people he's going to be the messiah i will get the of god So, the name was already there, somewhere. But now, the parents are waiting through some days. And the days are amounting to what? To eight. Before they are giving the child a name. And day number eight comes. And the first thing they do before they give the child the name, is to circumcise the child. Is to circumcise the child. Thank you, Jesus. And after they circumcise the child, then comes the name. Then comes the name. Thank you, Jesus. Am I talking to people here? Now, the word circumcision. It means you are cutting a circle. It means you are cutting a circle. It comes from the word circle, talking about a circumference. Thank you, Jesus. And when we talk about a circle, is it's anything, a circle you, can, you cannot be able to know exactly the starting point and its ending point when you are talking about a circle. You are talking about something that is existing a dimension of infinity, a circle. Thank you, Jesus. I see people confused here. I'm looking for something to use as an example. Okay. Let's say this bucket. You can see this bucket here. eh? And the the mouth of the bucket is, is the circle we are talking about. Are you able to exactly Tell us exactly like the starting point and the ending point you can't of course these things when they make them because there are people making them they've got a probably a starting point that you can see that maybe they started from here and then they burned this thing until it became a circle but you can see what i'm talking about we are talking about something that is from a dimension of what of infin- infinity infinity not only people here. And circumcision, it was something that was meant to save as a covenant token. It was something that was meant to save as a covenant token. As a covenant token. Now, when I'm talking about a covenant token, I'm talking about something that people will see and they'll be able to identify that this one is in a covenant. Ah! Do you understand what I'm trying to put across here? To mm. you have someone who, 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 who is married and has a, a ring? Yeah, yeah, just lift your hand, mama. You see those rings? It's a what? It's a covenant token. When you see it, it becomes a sign that this one, she is in a covenant, and the covenant is marriage. You don't need to ask when you see something like that, you know that this one is in a covenant. So circumcision, it was something that will show people that this one is in a covenant imagine the people here now Jesus is born he is still a small child day number one they didn't give him a name day number two because according to the law of Moses every male born child was supposed to be circumcised but they were supposed to be circumcised on the day number eight on the eighth day is it is it making sense they were supposed to be circumcised but on day number eight so the child is born and everyone is waiting so that the day will come whereby the child will be circumcised and then the bible says and then the parents they brought the child and the child was circumcised and after the circumcision, then they gave the boy the name. I want you to get the Jesus of God. Okay, I want you to read something for me. Someone, can you read something for me from the book of Proverbs chapter 22. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 1. Someone to read for me. Please if you if you are there, if you find that scripture, read it for us. Thank you, Mama. Thank you. Yes.
1: Proverbs
2: Romans
0: Two.
2: Verse one. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Love in favor rather than silver in gold.
0: Amen. Thank you. We are talking about a good name. Uh, you can stay with that mic for now. Amen. We are talking about a what? A good name. A good name. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about a good name here. Mm-hmm. You I talking to people here. Am I talking to people. Okay. It is supposed to be chosen rather than what? Mm-hmm. Great huh? Great riches. Great riches. And what? Thank you. So, the Bible is saying, is comparing a good name and other things that you can see around. And the Bible is telling you that a good name is better than great riches. Than great riches. I want you get the teach of God? It's like a comparison that is taking place there. A good name on this side, on a scale, and on the other side of the balance, great things, great riches. And the Bible is saying, it's better for you to choose a what? A good name. A good name. So, you can see that names have got value. Names have got value and they are what are called good names and they are what are called bad names and the Bible is saying it's better for you to choose a good name rather for you to choose a, a good name than to go after great things after great riches most of us here we don't care about a good name all what you are thinking about right now is having a fat pocket and a serious money, that's what you care about you don't care about a good name I want to get the truth of God, but the Bible is saying a good name it is what? it is better so we can see that there is the aspect of what? of value coming into the picture, so we can be able to tell now that a name, each and every name that you can think about that people can call you it attracts a certain degree of value to it that's why I'm saying there is what is called a good name and the opposite is true there is also what is called a bad name thank you Jesus and I make this to people here and each and everything that is good value there is a price that you pay Ah uh, whenever we talk about value, we must not forget to talk about the price. Let's say we talk about the value of this peer system that is here. We must be able to talk about the price. Are we to get a church of God? Uh, we are talking about value. Value, price. These things you cannot disconnect them from each other. Imagine the people here. Value and price. So, before people can give you a good name, it means you undergo a certain process whereby you pay the price of the good name. And before people can give you a bad name, it means that you also go through a process whereby after coming from the process then people will give you a pet name a bad identity because a name is simply an identification how do you get the sense of God? names a name right now as Christians we do a lot of things in the name of Jesus we do them inside a name why? because that name it's it's, it's, it's worth it's greater than great riches it's a good name am I talking to you here? so there is a price that someone pays there is a price that someone pays and then they give you a name And when you look into the life of Christ, He was born. The name was already there. The angel told the mother about the name that He was supposed to have. But they do wait for eight days, and on the day number eight, they circumcise the child. Imagine the people here, and I say that when you hear about. Second, you hear about what we call covenants, it's a blood covenant on one note. I'll talk about the other one. Imagine the people here, they had to cut off the child's flesh, and after they cut off the child's flesh, then they gave the child a name that this boy, his name must be Jesus. Imagine the people here. I don't want you to miss this for anything. His name must be Jesus. Now, you can see that they were waiting for the time the boy pays a price so that they can also give him a name. Am I talking to people
1: here?
0: Am I talking to people? Do you know the reason why us? Africans have got problems with our our names and all these things we were just given names which we never prayed paid any price for oh! that's the problem with us Africans yes. that's why when you are born they call you Namo. and Namo, it's not your name it's not meant for you yes. it was the identity of your father who was very very poor of your great grandfather was very poor yes. when you were born they said let us give our our child the name of the grandfather so that this man's identity must not die and they give you a name and that name is coming from somebody who has already paid a certain price and when you first take your life from the days when you were born to now you are in serious trouble with poverty why because they gave you an identity but it is not you who paid the price for that identity, is it is someone who paid it. You are going to miss me here. Am I talking to people here? upon. And then, there is your grandmother who was very, very pro- pro- problematic in the family. She was a problem. Then they, they, they gave you the name of the grandmother. She paid the price of your problems through your weights. Oh my god. And when you are born, you were given, when you were born, you were given the title, the name of your grandmother. Mm. And right now, when we look at you, your character, it resembles everything that your grandmother used to do.
1: Right.
0: That's why when people look at you, they say we are looking at our grandmother. We see our grandmother in this child. I'm talking about the power of what? Of a name that you can receive. Because each and every name that you get, somebody paid the price for that name. What is your name? If I were to ask you right now, one by one, some of you you were given names. Because, (laughs) am I talking to people here? Am I talking to people? Because someone had an experience, he paid the price. Ah, am I talking to someone here? If I were to ask every shona individual right now how you got your names, somebody paid the price. He paid the price for something. After crying for a child, for a for a child, then they got the child, and then they gave you the name Runyararo meaning to say, we are now consoled. So you are being given the name of the price that someone had, had paid, not you, not you. So imagine the people here, these people they had to wait for eight days and when the day number eight arrived, they circumcised the boy. He was paying the price, it's not it's not easy to be circumcised, it's painful. He, imagine people, he, he was paying the price, not only paying the price, but he was entering into a covenant. He was entering into a covenant, so a name has got the power. <laughs> Why do you think that these people give their name the their, their children their names after? the process of circumcision. Am I talking to people here? Because the covenant is useless if that covenant will not have a name following after it. Am I talking to someone here? A covenant is useless if there is not going to be a name that is going to follow that covenant. You may have a boyfriend all your life, That boyfriend will never be called your husband because you're outside of a covenant. But the moment you get to be married, you enter into a covenant and then he gives you his ring. And from that day, your identity changes. You are no longer his girlfriend, but your identity shifts from that dimension and people begin to call you his wife. So each and every covenant that you must enter into, you know that it carries a certain identity are missing this one how oh, will you get the church of God you get it into a covenant and immediately when you come inside that covenant an identity must follow you how will you get the church of God what kind of a covenant are you in what kind a covenant is an agreement? You are agreeing that uh, I am now joining this other side. And the moment you agree to join that other side, your name must change. The moment you agree to wear that ring, your name changes. When other people say these are singles, no, you are no longer a single. (laughs) Am I talking to someone here? In many instances, I'm just trying to give you examples, practical examples. A a what? A covenant. So, when you enter into a covenant, then your name must change. Your name must change. But the mystery of names is that whatever name that someone will give you is already there somewhere in the spirit. That's why the Bible says that each and every name that Adam called that was the name thereof. God was in agreement that you know what? This is the name right. You're right. <laughs> I want you to get that touch of God. So names do not just come. If people call you Namor, the name is already there. <laughs> Somewhere. But the moment they give you the name, you are joining the covenant because the name is already somewhere. God said, you know, everything that was the name, every name that Adam called. That was the name thereof. Everything that Adam gave. If he called a lion, a lion, that was the name. God agreed. Ah, church of God, are we together here? Covenants. So, where is your name coming from? Because already, where your name is coming from is there. The identity that they give you is already there. Amen to get to (laughs) people. I want to show you a mystery there about names. Where your name comes from already. God agrees, it's there. It's, the name is registered already in the spirit. So when Adam called this one a lion, then God agrees, it's a lion. So it means that before Adam called anything, gave anything a title in identity, God had already a master plan about the names. So what Adam was simply doing, he was calling names and those names were supposed to match each and everything that God had also in the spirit. Do you, do you agree on this so the name that people gave you it was already there somewhere that's why i'm saying they gave you the name of your grandmother and she was already there somewhere and right now when they look at you they say "Ah, when we look at that one we will look at the grandmother we look at her we are reminded <laughs> you are missing this one imagine the people here The name that they give you it was already there so when they call you Shubi Shubi is already
1: there
0: so when people begin to look at you they say Shubi Shubi means troubles it's your and someone can 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 call their child trouble. Trouble should be
1: kind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Netai in Shona, it means that you are allowed to persecute me. Persecute. Persecute. name coming from you are given a name and then there is a title of persecution behind and then you get married and the husband is always persecuting you and when we look at you we know that the name that you were given it was already there somewhere there is already a spiritual site connected to every name that you get sense? that's why Mary was, called, was told by the angel this boy he must be called Jesus why Jesus? Because Jesus, he was, not, he was not born on that day, he was already there
1: somewhere. Do you agree on that? <laughs>
0: because he, he was there in the beginning, that's what the Bible says. So, when he was born, he was coming from somewhere. So he was supposed to be given his real identity because he was coming from somewhere, from another dimension. He was coming from somewhere. If they had given him the name Samson, then Jesus was not going to manifest. We were not going to be saved. Are you are getting this one? Am I talking to people here? There was supposed to be an agreement. The earthly agreeing with what the earthly had pronounced. The earthly pronounced that this man's name must be Jesus. And the elderly must agree. Am I talking to people here? No! Circumcision, when you look at circumcision again, it's a demonstration that, am I talking to people here, you know sometimes when you speak, it's not, it's a demonstration that someone is refusing part of their flesh because when they are circumcising you they cut off your body and they throw it away they cut a piece of your body and they throw it away so it's a it's a sign that you are refusing part of your flesh part of your flesh i'm going deep into my message now am i doing people here part of your of your flesh the Bible says, "When you are carnally minded, it's what? Oh. To be carnally minded is what? Is death. When we are talking about somebody who is carnally minded, we are talking about somebody who is driven by the flesh. In everything that they do, they are driven by the what? By the flesh. Amen, Jesus. Amen, So it's it's a sign that." People or someone is refusing part of their flesh. Somebody is refusing part of their flesh. Disconnecting yourself from being 100% driven in the flesh. Are we together, Church of God? Are we together? Because of all of our problems, they are as a result of being driven by the body by the flesh, Imagine people? So then we're supposed to cut off the child, a piece of his flesh, and during that process, the child is entering into a covenant. How do you get the judge of God? And during that process, the child is being disconnected from part of his flesh. So it's a sign that the child is no longer going to be operating 100% in the flesh. Am I with you? Am I with you, Church of God? We are talking about the what? The name. So the problem that I have right now with a lot of believers is that
1: because the
0: Bible talks about two circumcisions. The circumcision of the flesh, and the circumcision that takes place in the heart. I will get the of God. People were called Jews, they were called Jews because they were circumcised in the flesh. But we are Gentles, and we are not Jews. We are not circumcised in the flesh, but we are circumcised in the heart. In the heart. So when you are circumcised in the heart, it means that you have got a covenant that people cannot see it physically. But the same covenant that they have is the same covenant that we have. It means that also you have allowed part of your flesh to. Uh, am I talking to people here? To be cut away from you. So here is the problem. A lot of believers they enter into the covenant, but they still operate hundred percent flesh. You're getting me. They still operate 100% in the flesh. That's why we are believers who are so carnally minded. Even the word of God says, even if the word of God says to be carnally minded is what? It will result you in what? In dying. It it brings death in your life. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. I want get a of God. So, The moment you agree to become a Christian you were supposed to know that you were agreeing to move also away from operating 100% in the flesh, I'm saying 100% in the flesh, I'm not the kind of a believer who tells people that the flesh is not important, the flesh is important because the moment you die Even your spirit, if it is important, then here on the earth, your assignment stops. So the flesh is important. Am I doing people here? There must be a balance between your flesh and your spirit. Am I making sense to someone in this place? Okay, Mama, can you read for me something from the book of Revelation, chapter two, verse seventeen? It's going to be like a Bible study. I want you to bear with me, flow with me. Revelation chapter 2 verse 17. Revelation chapter 2 verse 17. Revelation chapter 2 verse
2: 17. He who has an ear let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who has overcome, I will give some of the children manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except to him who receives it.
0: Thank you. The Bible is talking about someone overcoming. And that person who is overcoming, he is entitled to manna. And what is manna? Manna is provision. Is provision. It stands for provision. Remember, when the Israelites were coming and they were in the wilderness, God allowed it for them to be provided, even in the wilderness, he was giving them manna, each and every morning providence so God is saying if you overcome you gain provision and then there's another thing that God is saying you gain he's saying you receive a white stone and in that white stone there is written a new name that nobody even knows about a new name why a new name why not remain Cynthia You must get a new name. Am I talking to people? When you overcome. Okay, Isaiah chapter 62, verse 2. I just want to connect these things and then, by the grace of God, we finish off the message. Isaiah chapter 62, verse 2. Isaiah 62, verse 2. The generals
2: shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory you shall be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord will name
0: a new name which the mouth of the Lord will name I, I'm talking about what? a new name a new identity Hallelujah. am I talking to someone Amen. why is a new name so important why is it so important Thank you, Jesus. And I am I am I ministering to someone here? Why is a new name so important? Why is it that <laughs> before you were born again? People used to call you something. And right now you are born again, and still people still call you that. People still call you that. Why? Your identity never changed. You're not going to someone in this place here. Do you know that even in this ministry, we have got people who are called after certain names? They were called by certain names, even in the family. Some of you, you were called Vanyangu. Banyamu, it means someone who destroys your name of anger. Everyone in the family knows that this one is if did, this one is angry. Things get to be destroyed. Right now, you are born again. But people, when they see you, they say, ah, we are Banyamu, we are banyam." <laughs> Nothing changed with you. Am I making sense here? Am I doing with you? If your identity shifted, With you, coming into a new covenant, something changed. Thank you, Jesus. Am I talking to people here? Are you missing something there? I will together. The same old name that they used to give you. Am I talking to people here? Some of you have got nicknames. Your husband gave, gave you a nickname. Maybe he didn't, he don't know about it and he gave you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he
0: knows that this one is a stubborn one. You can agree something with other people, but he has got doubts that the moment, if I'm, if, if the moment I'm going to tell that woman, the agreement breaks. Have mm. you ever seen people like that? Mm. People make agreements somewhere, but when, <laughs> when they come to you, they begin to scrape their heads now, you know. Who can tell this one now that there is an agreement that we, we, we already have? Because they know that you you break the agreement, you simply break it. Because it's in you that you don't agree with everyone. It's in your DNA. If he says, let's do this, you said, no. Even if it is right, you said, no, I would not do this. Let's do that. We are talking about what? about a name. Am I with the of God? Am I with the of God? Do you know, a lot of problems in families, they, they, they just come because some people, they, they entered into a covenant, especially marriage. People entered into a covenant, but they never got their identities to be changed the moment they entered into that covenant. They never got their identities to be changed. You never, it's a mystery, this one. You never understand it. (laughs) The same you of 20 years ago is the same you in the marriage. Your identity never changed. You just entered and then nothing changed. Am I talking to people here? Am I Your character never changed and nothing changed about you. Your submission never changed. You see, we see a lot of things. You see, somebody's married to and then even if you want to borrow a spanner, you have to go to the wife. You have to go to the wife. If, if even if you want to borrow the spanner, the husband is in serious trouble. He cannot give you a spanner. If the, if the wife doesn't want to give you the spanner, you don't get it. She doesn't know anything about spanners, but she keeps the register of spanners.
1: <laughs>
0: She's the one who takes present and absence. Absent. If she doesn't authorize it, no spanner will come out of the garage to help you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't act like, you know, church people, they act different. You know what I'm talking about? No one's going to my up it and it's over.
1: <laughs> the,
0: the mat- they were saying, we want some people from Paris whom we can work to, together with, helping them. If they want some bits and details pertaining to ministry, you want to what? To help them, so that they can grow in their ministry lives. And then I laughed, I said, uh-huh. "Prophet, I, I I'll look around and see who, who wants to? Am I talking to people here? Do you know that even you can have a gift? And people can see that this one has got potential to have this gift. You can have a gift. People can see that this one has got potential to have this gift. And this gift can change nations. Can change a lot of, of people. But the problem is, when you see that person, they don't want to change their identity. Not even a bit of their identity. They don't want. So I was saying to the servants of God, I don't know if they want to. I don't know so maybe we would identify them and then we'll tell you who wants to are you 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 are missing this one i'm talking about people do you know that there can be people who are called for the things of god but the problem on the ground is not the calling the calling is there but the problem is the identity the person doesn't want to change their identity they don't want so is it possible now to have MacGaffer now and then we begin to have a school of prophets with Magafa now and then try to teach them about the prophetic and all these other things about deliverance. It doesn't, like it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Imagine with the people here. Am I lying? Am I lying? Let's say it's you who is the pastor here from the Benjis, it's you who is the pastor and then you need to train one of these boys to become a, 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 the next generation of pastors you are you going to, to 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 pick anyone from them right now and say ah this brother not second brandon second brandon is, is different
1: he's
0: not in this class i'm talking about this class there even you see where they sit. They sit together there. Talking about this class. I'm asking you, who are you going to pick? There. Oliver is new, he's still new. They are still trying to, to
1: integrate
0: him. They integrate him. It will not take a lot, you know. It will not take too much in terms of time. You see him having also a big necklace next week. A big one. If he's not careful. But he's still new. But bit by bit, they may be teaching him one or two things right now. If we were to sit down with him right now and ask him, bit by bit, you realize that they, they're, 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 they are already training him somehow. Way, some way. i'm talking about a gift that can be present inside a person but the problem is identity now and then when you have a gift like that then you become somebody with an identity crisis you become somebody with an identity crisis you cannot appear because you are why what is your name when people see you can you if I give one of them, the pulpit next week. All of you, even if they say things that are, are wise, you say, ah, we, we just went to church, but ah, uh, it was brother so and Saul so, preaching. But uh, some of you, you who are bold, you tell, you will be open, ah, uh, uh, I think we wasted some time because brother Saul is the one who was preaching. And some of you, it's not because of what they would have said. It's because of what you've seen. We are talking about what identity. Transform your identities, gentlemen. It's your message, this one. Transform your identities. Imagine be great Because there are some people who, if you look at them, and then you see, these people are already growing up. And then, you, you, you put 30 years ahead, then you know that these ones will be trapped or some husbands. And if you put 50 years, you say yes. these ones are going to be trapped for some grandfathers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, dad, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: talking
0: about identities. Transform, you have to transform the identity. It's you. Do you know? Imagine people here. What i you talking about. People can give you a name, your calling. I still remember Tino. You know, he was giving a prophecy about a calling. A matter people here. But right now, if people see you right now, are they going to identify you according to the prophecy? Or they are going to identify you according to how they see you right now. Because what people see. It has got the capacity for the people to give you a title and a name, Through know how they see you. And that way a lot of Christians turn things upside down. When people see you, and you are not in church, you are not praying, you are not doing praise and worship then they give you a title and already that title, whatever they say about you, it is there that's the name thereof so there is a spiritual mismatch there am I talking to people here? do you know each and every name that you get is like an office it's an office of authority Another people here. That's why when we command devils in the name of Christ, Jesus, we command those devils in the office of the authority that is in the name of Christ. So each and every name that people give you, it's like an office of authority. Ah, thank you, Jesus. This one didn't. You- need me to be private gentlemen you have to change 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 is important that's why even if you check in this ministry there was a time when we are having the likes of emily precious and what what those ladies who they were leading everything in this church they were leading they were preaching and doing things in this church because you could see that what they are doing is matching matching the identity is it is matching also the calling and now we have got a generation of these youth and and, and, and the gaffers and the other ladies you, you see a, a mismatch and the more you try to invest something in you in them is the more you begin to think am i wasting my time is, is this a a worthwhile investment or i'm just wasting my time So we look at you, and then we, we ask ourselves, okay, if we say Brother Tino is the one with the microphone here next to Sunday preaching sense sense things with sense. Okay, there are some people who are religious too. How are they going to receive you because of how you appear? And now with you, I'm not talking about the religion here, but there are people who are religious, they will listen to you according to your appearance that's why sometimes dinner you know, we wear these jackets even if it is what because there are people who are religious <laughs> they want to see wearing that jacket if you don't have it then you're not a pastor to them you're not making sense to people here do you understand what I'm trying to show you here you have never went with religious people I, I went with some people from a background that I can preach without a jacket, wearing a t-shirt, and then the power of God can walk work. But I enter into a, a, an environment where if you are wearing something like that, a t-shirt, then they say, Ah, men of God, you are not wearing anything. Go and, and, and wear that suit. We still we know that you've got that suit and that one, and you have to do that because that's am I talking to you for you? Is it making sense? So, your identity, it's in your power to work so that you get that kind of an identity that matches your spiritual identity. That's why I'm saying that there is a price that you pay for that name. There is a price that you pay. Am I people here? Right now, people call you a Christian, but if you paid the price. have yes, you paid the price of the covenant that's why sometimes when you try to use the name even the word of God says you receive the new name but you receive the name but it doesn't work for you because right now we call you a Christian it means that there is a what there is a new name that you received but why is it that your old life is still connected with you your old bad luck is still connected with you it is still with you Learn to check into this aspect of your identity. Correct that. Am I talking to people? Am I talking to someone here? I think it's Paul. Who say, if I am with the Jews, I speak like the Jews. With the Greeks, like the what? The Greeks. Am I talking to people here? Do you know? That they say that Joseph, Joseph, the Jews, they allow that, that all over the place. They allow it. Joseph, when he was in the prison, and Pharaoh had the dream. Imagine the people here. I want to show you something. Joseph, he was what? In the prison. And Pharaoh had a dream. And then he was told, Joseph. Pharaoh was told that there's someone who is in the prison who can interpret this one for you. But Joseph is what? He's in the prison and Joseph is keeping his bed and the moment Joseph was told that you know you are going to appear before Pharaoh he shaved his head he shaved everything why because the Egyptians they will not allow you they will not receive you if you appear like that with your bed without your hair shaved but with with the Israelites if you shave your head it's like a sign that you are in mourning you are crying i am missing this one Imagine with the people here but with the egyptians you cannot appear in their presence with your hair on and with your head on you have to shave your head so joseph he had to shave his hair so that he can appear in the presence of his miracle in the presence of his breakthrough changing his identity Do you know that there are jobs that you will not receive because of your identity, because of your appearance? Are you looking at what I'm trying to put across here? Imagine the people here. They are setting jobs. They call you for an interview and you appear. You don't do an investigation. What they look for, imagine the people here. Look around the people who are waiting for the company and check their appearance before you go into that interview. Because some of you, you don't pass that interview because of your appearance. Mm. You are going to a restaurant interview. You go with a lot of bread. They begin to the, 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 the think now, this man, if he's cooking, maybe the hair is falling into the food. Mm. And you're a nice chef. You're a good chef. And they tell you, ah, no, 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 you no, no, failed. You, you cannot try to put a here. Because of what? Your appearance, your identity. People can qualify you because of how you appear. And they can also disqualify you because of how you appear. And not people here. And not be people here. So your identity, this one, it's you who has to play a role. It's you who has to play a role so that you qualify yourself. It's you. And the moment you're doing that, the position is there. Am I making sense? You are called for an interview and they want a manager. The position, it's a managerial position. You go there wearing a t-shirt. Already you are giving yourself an identity and that identity is the one that is going to make you to be disqualified. It doesn't matter how much qualified you are. The moment they see you coming inside, they greet you nicely but they know that uh, dressing number one disqualifies this one. Already, you you lose the job because of your appearance. And you go to a construction industry interview and then you go there wearing a suit. Again, your appearance disqualifies you. They begin to say, this one, can he Can he work with Matt? This one. With the way he likes to be smart, this man is a lesser man, let's disqualify him. Because of what? How you appear. Because your identity, it has also a lot to do with your appearance and how you appear. Eventually people call you a name according to your appearance. What the Bible says, do not. Am I to people here? Okay, let me leave this one. Thank you, Jesus. Your appearance, your identity, choose how to appear in certain places. There are certain places that people will just disqualify you because they look at you in a certain way. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and I making sense to people here? Am I making sense to someone in this place? day number one, they didn't give the child the name, even though the child was there. to day number eight, the day that child is supposed to pay the price. With identity, ladies and gentlemen, you must pay a price to change your appearance, to change a great deal about how they are going to call you. There must be a price that you are going to pay. You must pay. Thank you, Jesus. Imagine the people here. Imagine the people here. Somebody say, I'm transforming my identity. I'm transforming my
1: identity.
0: Somebody say, I'm changing, my name. I'm changing my name. You need to understand these things. Because the name that you carry in the spirit is like your office of authority. So if you are in a negative office of authority, then things do not work for you things will never work for you 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 will make efforts and efforts and efforts but still you begin to look into your life looking into your results a great deal wouldn't match and i'm talking to people here you need to change your identity people but it's it's high time you begin to fit The bracket of your identity. If people call you a Christian, then you must begin to carry the identity of a Christian. Because Christians, their power is in the name, it's in the identity of them them being called Christians. And now it is Church of God. There are some of us. Who are you? When you appear in certain places, you. Your identity is like a jacket. You can choose to wear it on, put it off. Some of you here you are so flexible when it comes to identities. When you go to a certain place, they, they, you, you come out of that place with a name. Because you are so flexible. You are so flexible. You come with a name. If you go to another place again, there again, you come with a name. Am I talking to people here? Am I making people here? Everything about Jesus, the name was already there. It was already registered in the heavens. And the angel was the one who pronounced it unto him, to the mother while he was still in the womb. That's why the Bible says to Jeremiah, Before you were born, I knew you. I already knew you and I had already ordained you to be a prophet unto nations. So already you are born, but there is already an identity that is somewhere. So your duty is to wake up and walk into the dimension of your true identity. You Hallelujah! Amen, Each and everything that you are missing in the catalog of your blessing is because of your identity. If, if you were born called and you make your identity to mismatch that calling, you miss the blessings. Because your blessings, they are in the identity, they are in the office of the identity that you must carry. And they make sense to people here. Day number one, they didn't give him a name. Day number two, up to day number eight, and when you check in the word of God the Bible says that God he everything in what? in seven days and he rested on the seventh day seventh day God rested So, day number eight is not an ordinary day, but it's a day that signifies new beginnings coming into your life. Am I talking to people here? The moment you walked into the dimension of new beginnings, your identity was supposed to change. Because the moment you said, I am now a Christian, your identity is supposed to change that moment. Am I talking to people? You walked into a dimension of what? Of new beginnings. But you forgot to change your name. That's where your problems are. You are still a Christian, but in the spirit there is nothing. That shows that you are in that covenant because you are not willing to pay the price of the new name. And I tell you, people here, some of us right now, we are already in the dimension of new beginnings, but in that realm of new beginnings, you are still experiencing the old things in your life. The problem is your identity. Where are you? In terms of your identity, because the name that you must adopt, it is already there for you. You need to fit in into that new identity. Am I with the church of God? Somebody say, I fit in. Somebody say I fit, in. I fit in. Somebody say I adopt my new name. I, adopt my new name. I, take, that I take that title. I take the office too of that title, for that title upon, my upon my life. You need to understand. Becoming a Christian, that's what the Bible says, behold the old things they have passed. Everything is no new. you are a Christian but you still experience the old, old, old things. The problem is the identity. You have never allowed yourself to pay the price of the name. Thank you Jesus, let's stand up in the presence of God. The price of the
1: name.
0: I wanted to make a prayer. I wanted to make a simple prayer. As you pray in the Holy Spirit, you are saying, Father, I stand in your identity. I pay the price. Am I talking to people here? And already I've said that the price is in you disconnecting a portion of your flesh so that you don't continue to operate 100% because the God you are working with is a spirit. You can never work with God. He, who is a spirit while you are still operating as a flesh 100%, as flesh and blood 100%. There are certain things that you begin to, you are supposed to begin to disconnect yourself from. And matter do it before you. I want to say, Father, I am correcting the course. I am correcting the course. I am correcting the course of my, my life. And it must start with my identity. From me, Martin Ciziba, I believe that this segment has been a blessing to you. You are free to share this message and spread the kingdom of God. This episode has been brought to you courtesy of Royal Kingdom Embassy. We are located in three centers in Paris, Free States, South Africa, as well as in two centers in Cape Town, Somerset West, as well as Guguletu. Join us every Sunday for worship. For inquiries, please call plus two seven seven two eight six six three three zero. Alternatively, you can email prophet.martins1 at gmail.com. Be empowered to experience kingdom life.